Hi everybody, this is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by Kelly Sterrett. Kelly is a world-renowned coach, physical therapist, author, and speaker, and he is a giant in the field of improving movement. His book, Becoming a Supple Leopard, is a fantastic text for anyone looking to elevate their movement game. And he also has a new app, The Ready State, which is an excellent tool for anyone wanting to improve their mobility while they're on the go. Kelly has revolutionized performance therapy and self-care for pro athletes, Olympic gold medalists since 2007. And in a special series of episodes that we're bringing to you, he's going to reveal practical tips you can use right now to improve your health and quality of life. Today, Kelly explains why we don't have to just simply settle for aging, loss of range of motion, debilitating joint pain, and just general suffering as we age. This is going to be a lot of fun, and I know you're going to enjoy it. So now, let's lean in and learn from the best. Kelly, as we age, you know, our joints stiffen, the quality of our connective tissues like start to degrade. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm 43 now, you know, we see pain seems to be like this ever present part of our lives. Why is this? And is this something that we have to settle for? Mike Boyle says you are officially old or middle-aged when you go to bed fine and you wake up injured. That's how you know, <laughs> you know, what's interesting, yeah, what's interesting is let's go into your question and yeah. challenge those assumptions. Right. Do I have to lose my range of motion? No. In fact, I'll push back and say that's the one thing that you absolutely can maintain your whole life is access to your native ranges. You just have to work on a little bit more and you're realizing something we call session cost. So, you know, if I put an athlete through a big volume work volume, what I'm going to see the next day is the cost of that session on the CNS, on force production, on sleep, on the ability to regenerate, all the languages that you're using, but also the range of motion is part of that. And what we're finding is that suddenly in our 40s, you cannot buffer less effective incomplete ranges as, as well. But there's no reason why we should see a, a significant decay in any of our ranges. Does it mean that you can generate tons of force like you did in your 20 in those ranges? Well, that also is debatable because what we're finding now is we actually increase protein, we're looking at your blood panels. We're making sure that you're actually warming up and taking care of those things. You may be able to generate considerable force and range of motion, but you're going to have to probably take some collagen. You're going to have to, you know, maybe not handle the volumes you handled because they have such a sort of expense on your system. So in short, no, you don't have to settle. I'm 50 years old this year. I can still do the splits, but I have to work on it. And I'll tell you, because you, you hinted at it, we absolutely have to take tissue tolerance and tissue loading much differently now in our 50s. You are more likely to get injured playing pickleball now than you ever did before, primarily because your connective tissue hasn't been up to the task because of your behavior. Okay, so you're saying our behavior is driving these problems. So what are some of the core behaviors that we should be focusing on? Mm to make sure that the outcome we want is driven by things that we can control. Well, it turns out if you come out of high performance sport, you're actually going to have to do the things that you told your athletes to do, but they chose not to do because they were young mutants, right? So you're like, Hey, you need to sleep. You need to drink water. You need to eat some salt. You got up your protein. You are you, do you feel loved? 
hey, you shouldn't go smash and drink a bunch of alcohol and smash yourself the next day. You may need to warm up and cool down. So in short, the big buckets we see is people have been living on their genetics for a long time. And some of our people that you've worked with are, and you may be yourself, legitimate mutants. They can tolerate, had great parents, great genes, and they can tolerate a silly amount of bullshit before any red warning light goes up, right? And one of the things now is we're saying, hey, I really need to talk to you about your sleep. So I, I began a few years ago actually looking at my sleep. I wear an aura ring, and now I start to really see holy crap, if I have a coffee at four, it really does mess up my deep sleep. My wife and I go out and have a drink, a drink. I can count on having my sleep be wrecked. And guess what happens the next day? I'm not sort of firing on all cylinders in terms of my ability to manage those loads. You need to look at, are you eating fruits and vegetables? What's going on with your testosterone? What's going on with your blood panel? What's going on with your thyroid? I'm not advocating necessarily you jump on TRT, but what I'm saying is we need to actually have a truth-telling moment about what's going on underneath the hood, what's going on with your triglycerides, what's going on with stress. We can begin to see that we just are less tolerant of, let's call it noise in the system, total global noise. And thank goodness that we were able to sort of, you know, party hard in our 20s and and do that. That ship has sailed. And now you just got to do some basics and you got to be really consistent with them over the long haul. Yeah. Most of the people I would say listening to this probably weren't elite athletes and they've hit a point in their life for like crap. Like usually when they start, they start feeling it. It's like, they're really feeling it. Yeah, it's real. Absolutely. So one of the things that you can, can do absolutely to restore and change how your brain is thinking about your body is restore and change your range of motion. Again, these aren't supernatural ranges, but if you're struggling with some basic mid-range, like if you can't do an air squat with your hip crease below the knee, that's a real mid, I'm not talking about overhead squat, I'm not talking about adding speed, but if you don't have the capacity to hit those shapes effortlessly and breathe in those shapes, that tells us you've gotten away from sort of baseline ranges of motion. You're missing internal rotation, your quads are stiff, et cetera, et cetera. What ends up happening then is that our brains are very clever about mapping discomfort and position. We're really good at that. And remember, pain does not mean injury. Pain does not mean a tissue is broken or traumatized. It's a request for change. Your brain has just become a lot more wise to your ways and throws Mm -hmm. up those error messages a lot earlier. So one of the things we can do to improve the efficiency of this system is to restore you back to native ranges. I'm talking about the range of motion. Every physical therapist, every doctor, every chiropractor says, these are what a human being should be able to do. You should be able to put your arms over your head, go to the airport, look at the airport scanner test, and holy crap, we're seeing that people are missing these things. You've got to decongest those tissues. You've got to make sure that you have all the raw building blocks. Then when we give you your range of motion back, oftentimes, not only do we improve your biomotor output, which is the, it's the game, more wattage, more poundage, faster, right? That's the thing. But also by changing that range of motion, we give you more movement choice, we improve degrees of freedom. And oftentimes when it's a painful situation, your brain says, oh, this is new. That's enough to change that landscape of what's going on with pain. Yeah, so then you start limiting your movement and it's almost like it turns into this vicious cycle. Oh, it's like you have a range of motion issue. Now there's some pain. I'd limit that range of motion and then it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. So I know you guys have an app for this called Ready State. What was the impetus for developing this app? I mean, first started with, I found you in 2000 and (laughs) I don't know if it was 10 or 11. I was at Florida State and one of my interns comes up to me 
And he was like, you got to watch this guy. He's on a skateboard and doing these. And it was amazing. Right. I'm watching you squat like a little baby. And I just, I ended up having a child a couple years later. My wife did, you know, our, anyways, but you know, I started really kind of looking at things a bit different and, and followed you for a very long time and have implemented a lot of the techniques with my athletes and with myself. And now you guys have this app. So for somebody that's like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. I just know my hips are hurting. Like is where, where would they start with a tool like that? Great question. One of the things that's happened in strength and conditioning fitness is those of us who've been working here and been able to leverage this experience in the internet and sort of the, the conjoining of all this information have gotten pretty sophisticated about our own self-care and nutrition. And then there's those of us who are like, Hey, I didn't grow up like this. This wasn't part of my athletic experience or my body care experience. Where do I start? And it is confusing. And people like the liver King continue to confuse and muddy the waters Ugh. about what is real. You know, what, what do I expect? What should I do to just so that I can feel good and do what I want to do. So one of the things we tried to do with our app was take becoming a supple leopard and translate it into easy step-by-step follow along instructional videos. So the problem with our app is that you can do a lot of things in there. You can assess your range of motion, take our mobility test, create some baselines for yourself, some vital signs around your movement. And then simultaneously, the easiest way in for the average person you can get as fancy and technical as you want with all of the advanced tools and voodoo floss bands and distractions and implements. But if you have a ball and a roller, which are easy and cheap, a foam roller, a wine bottle, a baseball, you can get started. We have 10, 20, and 30-minute follow-along soft tissue mobilization, soft tissue stimulation videos where we're going to do a lot of isometrics. We're going to do a lot of breathing. We're going to do a lot of inputs and we're going to help you find your blind spots and address that stiffness and potentially some painful areas. And what we have found is that if we can get people to engage in 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes in the evening, at the end of the day, that aggregates into 50 to 70 minutes a week of self-care, of soft tissue, of restoration, of position, of desensitization, of, hey, I I fell asleep faster because I gave myself a mini massage, Mm. right? Or I stayed asleep deeper because I had this parasympathetic input. People begin to understand how their body works. And you don't have to cover the whole body. I think that's been a mistake. I'm like, let's work on the hips for 10 minutes. We'll get the rest of it tomorrow. The same way we don't train the whole body every day. We don't train every energy system every day. We don't train the same metabolic pathways every day. We don't need to restore or work on the body every day. The same body parts. We can do is say, hey, what's tight? Neck? Great. Let me spend 10 minutes working on my neck. Let me spend 10 minutes working on my rotation. Is soft tissue work the only thing that you're going to need? Absolutely not. We're going to probably expand your practice after that. But boy, we can get a lot done to make you feel better and a lot of inputs into the system as a place to start with a ball and a roller. And that's that's it. The daily mobility, daily mobilizations. We call it daily maintenance right now. Jump in there, choose some body part. I lead it. It's me. It's 10 minutes. And you'll be like, holy crap, I felt better afterwards. Better, same, worse. Our objective measures are twofold, range of motion and power output. Those are the measures. Mm. But for the average person, they'll take a subjective measure. I feel better. And Pain. it turns out, yeah. turns out people who feel better tend to be better. They tend to want to do more. They tend to feel like score more goals in the World Cup. It's super weird. No question. No, Go this England. is phenomenal. So we'll put a link in the show notes for this. But if if you're wondering, a lot of coaches, a lot of people, oh, they're yeah. sitting all the time, which we're going to talk about later. 
are listening to this and you're in pain, like I highly recommend it. I have your book. I've given it actually, it was funny. I was changing jobs and somebody was like, Hey, don't leave without this. Cause I'd let like one of my interns have it. And you're, I'm so thankful that you did that because it's an encyclopedia of amazing information. And now that we have this digital platform, you can pull out your, your pocket and be like, all right, I got 10 minutes. Let's sit down. Let's decompress. Let's take care of myself. I'm really and, thankful and that you guys invested in that. Yeah. Thank you. Let me say two other things about the app that are important. <clears throat> One, we have a two week trial. I'm going to give you three things. So jump in for membership and just see how you feel for two weeks. I guarantee you, if you do this for two weeks, you're going to be like, holy crap, I feel so much better. Second, it's 15 bucks a month. We tried to democratize world-class therapeutic input for the people. We know that people are struggling, but 15 bucks a month for what you get, pain, performance, restoration position, all the programming, the challenges, it's bananas. So we really did try to say, hey, look, if we can get enough people doing this, we can make it 15 bucks a month, not 60 bucks, not 100 bucks, not a physical therapy visit. And third, keep in mind that a lot of coaches are maxed out. We want to use the training session to do a lot of very skilled work and positional restoration is part of that. But we have figured out this programming for the coach to be able to say, go on the app, dress what's tight establish your range of motion minimums. Let's keep an eye on them. Red, yellow, green. Now we can begin to expand the role of the coach into recovery in the evening because that session in the gym is overwhelmingly crowded and protected already for an actual coach. So what we've tried to do is help the coach. And I'll tell you, we have the All Blacks on the app. We have the English national soccer team on the app. The Niners are on the app. You know, I mean, Brazilian women's national soccer teams on the app. I mean, we work at the highest levels of sports and performance, trying to help athletes feel better and own their process and make it easier for coaches. I love it. Same app you you can do if you don't know anything about your body. That's right. That's the whole point for me is like, you don't have to be a former athlete or or pro to benefit from this, but the best of the best are using it. Well, you know, I like to think that the best of the best, you know, and I want people to understand it. You know, sometimes people come to our site and it feels overwhelming. And this last week, one of my athletes won a national medal in in Olympic lifting at the worlds. I have England moving on in the world cup. I had uh, two world cup medals and bobsleigh. What we end up doing is I'm trying to show people that, Hey, we actually are at the puny end of the spear, trying to understand what is best practice. And then we're trying to translate high level sports and performance back to the moms and dads and the people, the kids, so that we can take sport and actually treat it like a laboratory, not like just circus. We can mm. say, here's what we know around the best ways to fuel and recover and the highest performance. Let's take those lessons back to those of us who just lead everyday lives as mere mortals, even though we're not mere mortals, we are humans, right? The idea is if we can translate those lessons back, we begin to see real change. And that's really important. You don't have to be an elite athlete, but we can take best practices and integrate them into your busy life and you can feel better. Thanks again for listening to the Blueprint Podcast. And if you learned something today, do me a favor, take a picture of the podcast art and post it on either Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and add Kelly and myself and let us know what you learned. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.